oh my goodness, she is starting a podcast. (laughs) This is Thinking Out Loud Daily, and I am your host, Sally Jane. So, how does one actually start off a podcast? (laughs) Um, Well, to be honest, the reason I started this is because I needed a place to vent. <laughs> um, if you know me in my personal life, you would know that I'm actually starting a business. Uh, a fashion <laughs> business, to be specific. Even though I really am still uncomfortable with the idea of calling it a fashion label. It just sounds so official. And I'm not a fashion designer. Well, I don't think I am, but maybe that's imposter syndrome. I started off as a graphic designer and graphic design has always been, you know, a thing for me. I did product design. That's my major. Um, Build some stuff, paint some stuff, conceptualize some stuff, (laughs) Um, which eventually turned into a textile and pattern design career. But, um, you know, that shifted over into beauty and then cosmetics and then interning for really top cosmetic firms. And I've just been all over the map with my design career. Uh, but one thing stayed the same, you know, the, the fact that I wanted to create a more transparent environment in this, you know, design realm because at my first job, you know, I was so uncomfortable with the idea of making these beautiful uh, patterns and prints, uh, whether it was religious prints, East Asian prints, uh, South American prints, indigenous prints, all for this very wealthy white audience, which I had a lot of problems with. Um, But that eventually led me to leave and find something better for myself. And I decided that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to venture into this fashion realm or (laughs) printing realm. I don't know if I can call myself fashion. It's just hoodies and shirts, but, you know, hoodies and shirts can become anything when you have really stylish people wearing them. And each graphic that I've designed tells a story from myself and the people who I'm inspired by. So I hope you can go check that out. Uh, DTK.world should be launching, or at least opening the website this week. Uh, So hopefully by the time this goes up, we'll be live and you'll have already checked it out, which would be two thumbs up for me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what else is going on? I mean, I could just talk about why this specific category, you know, sustainability, specifically sustainable streetwear. It, it might surprise a lot of people that, you know, streetwear is not as sustainable as it easily could be. I've been to 
Zoomies, uh, Pack Sun, Hot Topic. I know there's another one that's really popular, another popular ch- chain uh, for streetwear. Even even when you walk down Melrose, like Melrose Avenue in uh, Los Angeles, California, you're going to find a whole bunch of smaller house or larger house streetwear brands. Um, but... You know, if you go and look at the fabric content of a lot of those hoodies and t-shirts, you're going to get largely 60% cotton, 40% poly, or 70 cotton, 30 poly. And what polyester is, is basically plastic. <laughs> um, it is cheap. It is affordable. I can't discredit that. They did a great job. You know, polyester is affordable and that's the the great part about it is that people can have access to these amazing graphics and you know textures and prints because of fast fashion and people were allowed to be trendy from any any financial background you know that that was the whole instagram trend right the fashion nova look you know it must be fashion nova <laughs> and i can't i have to pull out my dirty closet because i myself have purchased fashion nova in the past i can't claim innocent you know none of us i don't think anyone is truly innocent or has been fully waste free or you know ethical and conscious and you know quote unquote woke their whole life because it's just not true and it's just not possible. And that's the beautiful thing about growth and, you know, not being ignorant after a while, you know, you find, you look, you are eager for that information and you want to know more. So that's what I did. You know, I was wondering why these cool graphics I would love. Personally, I love to shop small. It's, it gets me all happy and giggly when I can support a small business. But when I do shop small, I notice that these fabric contents and the hoodies would just pill and, you know, get all balled up. Pilling is basically when, you know, fibers are loosened from the fabric when you wash them or dry them. And they kind of ball up and they create this like pilling effect (laughs) these like little balls and rigid edges on your smooth fabric um please drink something i (laughs) i always have to drink while i'm rambling because i do it too much honestly but please always stay hydrated and yeah i learned that from amber khan so if you don't know amber khan please check out revolution ramblings for her podcast, so amazing. Go Red Fam. Um, but yeah, my clothes would just start pilling up. And it bothered me a lot because I, you know, as a designer, we learn about design strategies and steps and you know, you know, the fundamentals of design and the hierarchies in design, and one of those points about good design, I think, is not adding steps to a user's day or a user's task or however you want the user to use the product. And I'm sure there's a 
better way to explain this, but this is my chopped up version of that. Um, so I know on TikTok specifically, there's been trends of like lint removers and, you know, adding steps or, you know, even separating your colors, your lights, your darks, you know, there's all these methods to keep your clothes intact, keep your clothes lasting as long as they can. But in my view, the average person doesn't have time for that kind of thing. You know, how many people have time to iron their clothes anymore? How many people have time to send their clothes off to the dry cleaners? How many people actually have time to, to be honest, even wash their clothes properly, like separating lights from darks, from whites? We live in a very busy, busy world. And personally, we don't really prioritize these things, which is fine. I know, like personally, I do because you know, this is my field and <laughs> I've learned so much about it that it's almost impossible to ignore, but I have to adapt to what the user is already doing. And I don't want to interrupt their life by giving them this half, half cotton, half poly hoodie that's just going to pill up and look, you know, ugly and feel uncomfy. Like the fleece on the inside also gets scratchy it gets thinner i'm sure a lot of you know that feeling and it's because it's probably <laughs> it's probably half plastic so it has that effect and who has time to brush out their hoodies on the inside like who who i really would like to know um but yeah that's it bothers me it bothers me that large corporations. I never want to side-eye small businesses because just never. It's always larger corporations like like PacSun, like Zoomies, like Hot Topic or, you know, other athletic <laughs> sportswear stores. See, it, you see why it's weird to like say that I'm in streetwear? It is a realm that I'm very much into, but I don't actively in person go shopping for specifically streetwear, but we can get into that in another episode of why that's really weird for me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I blame them. You know, the same way I blame McDonald's for still serving styrofoam cups, and I will never vilify a small business for using styrofoam takeout boxes because McDonald's has the funds and the same way PacSun has the funds, you know, or these other large streetwear brands, they have the funds to switch over to 100% cotton. They have the funds to reduce their profits. They can do this, but they don't want to. Now, whether they explain, oh, it's because, you know, we pay our employees and like, you know, this is just the cost of the good and blah, blah, blah. It's probably not, <laughs> you know, like everyone probably got paid. It's just that extra markup probably goes all the way to the top. 
you know, and there's always that last wonderful plus point of why businesses overcharge or large businesses overcharge for their products. And that is greed, the beautiful word greed. <laughs> um, so that frustrated me. And I just don't, I can't comprehend it. You know, the traditional fashion markup is actually 300%, right? So if you were to sell something for $4, you would, you know, eventually sell it for 12. And that is a fair price point in any case, right? Well, I know a little company that, well, you know, just working as a pattern designer and textile designer and graphic designer and all the things for a good two years professionally, and then later to beauty. Um, so many companies do 600% markups. 600%. It's wild. And there's no transparency at all as to why. None. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it bothers me <laughs> because it it's such beautiful clothing, right? These are such beautiful prints. Unfortunately, the, the fabric is cheap. You know, the stitches aren't double lined. You know, it's not, it's not sturdy. The construction of the garment is poor, but the graphics are cool, right? And that's where I come in as a graphics pattern and print designer. I make cool, cool stuff. <laughs> I make cool, pretty, beautiful stuff that people want to wear. But when I would look at the reviews of my products that went out to stores, the reviews were never about the graphic, always about the quality of the fabric and how they had paid so much money for something that, you know, would just, the dye would fall out in the wash because people wash clothes even when it says dry clean. You have to account for user mistakes. And these are the mistakes that users make. So, with that being said, my brand, or my fashion house, which sounds really weird to say, uh, accounts for those mistakes. Most people wash their clothes. Most people wash their clothes in cold to warm water. Most people will dry their clothes, or at least Americans, specifically. If we're talking international, I know more international European or East Asian, they hang dry their clothes. That's something to account for too. So with Americans in mind, especially those in really dense, highly stimulating urban areas who are exhausted at the end of the day and just need their clothes for work tomorrow, <laughs> I decided to give my customers 100% natural fibers because 100% natural fibers, specifically the most beautiful affordable fiber, cotton, it just naturally falls out in the wash and there's no microplastics and there's less pilling. You know, all clothes eventually fall apart. <laughs> and if you don't take care of it, right? It's, it's gonna 
you know, the more you wear it, the more, you know, worn out it gets. But with cotton, the pilling just naturally falls out in the wash and it doesn't pill up. It doesn't have that effect. You can kind of just like, you know, give it a little swoop out of the way. Um, which is great. And it keeps its fluff. Like I've tested my samples of my hoodies and all the things and it's beautiful guys. I have to tell you it's soft. It's, it's thick. It's heavyweight. I personally use Supima cotton and I'm not allowed to say Supima. I have to say Pima because you know, there are legalities with using Supima. Supima basically means that it was cultivated and picked in the U.S. and actually refined into a fabric in the U.S. But unfortunately, as a small business, I cannot pay $10,000 to have researchers test my product and verify me, and I have to pay an extra $10,000 to get the trademark of Supima. So I have to say Supima, Pima, cotton. Okay, just Pima, just Pima, right? One of the perks of being a small business with a low budget and trying to make it work in this industry is not being ha not having access to trademarks and all of the all of the fancy things that greats and very well-funded startups get. But I'm not complaining. But I just have to put on my website, yes, we do come. Our cotton is from the US. We work with American farmers and all the good things, you know, less carbon footprint. We're keeping it all in the U.S. And I'm really proud of that. Really proud of that. Because let me tell you, originally I was going to go and do my business in Peru because Pima cotton originates from Peru, you know, and that's my, 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 my bloodline, <laughs> my bloodline. Um, and that's where my family's from. And I grew up being told about this fabulous cotton and I've had the privilege of growing up with amazing Pima cotton shirts that lasted so long. They were my staple essentials and I wanted to do business. So I went to uh, industry and textile week at Premier Vision in New York City. When I say <laughs> nobody wants to work with you as a small business, I mean it. You would think that people would want your money, but they don't no big factory wants to work with small MOQs. It's just, they lose money, you know? So another hurdle of being a business, a small business owner is the hurdle that no one even wants to work with you. <laughs> so by the grace of the universe and the energy and whatever God you believe in, I managed to find an amazing facility called IndieSource and I found them by accident, actually. I was listening to a lecture, not even a lecture, <laughs> uh, you know, just an inspirational talk by the wonderful Virgo, Patty Delgado. Patty Delgado, wow. You know, I got to work on my Spanish accent, guys. It is not there. And I am a disappointment to, you know, all you first native Spanish speakers. I apologize. But yes, Patty Delgado. And she is the founder and CEO of Hija de Tu Madre. Um, and she was giving a talk. And at the end of that talk, uh, one of the ladies from Maker's Row, she was like, oh, who wants to go on a tour of the facilities? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Like I have nothing better to do. <laughs> Even though I was on vacation in LA, but I took the tour 
And I found this place called Indie Source. And the specific call out that I had to listen to was that they love, you know, they understand that small budgets mean small orders and they work with you with those low MOQs and they'll, you know, they'll help you make your project come to life. And I was just like, that's it. This is what I want. It's in downtown LA in the fashion district. I, I want to be here. I have to do this. This is it. Like this is, this is the call, right? So I contacted IndieSource as I went back to New York and made it all happen. And to even lower my carbon footprint, I was like, uh, I guess I could move to Los Angeles. Like that would be really cool, you know, instead of shipping like 900 pieces all across the country from California to New York, which would be insane. Um, so another accident, <laughs> my roommate now, my wonderful, amazing other Virgo queen, Brianna Miller, <laughs> Brie Miller, had an, an, had an unfortunate happening with a former roommate, uh, which I do feel bad, but you know, it did benefit me, this kerfuffle. <laughs> um, ooh, ow, see? Uh, see, I'm not supposed to be happy that kerfuffles are happening, but it did, it really did benefit me because she offered me her empty space here in LA for really, really cheap. And for all my LA residents, you know, apartment hunting and looking for affordable rent, that is a needle in a haystack. Let me tell you, a needle in a haystack. So, I looked to the stars and said, this is a sign. I think I'm going to go to Los Angeles. And now here I am in LA doing, doing this. And I found a job. We won't, we won't go into it, but <laughs> I found, I did find a good paying full-time job. And then I found another great part-time job. So that all worked out, but that's not important. The important thing is my business and why I love it so much. We drove cross country and we drove all the way from New York to California on Route 40 and Route 66. It was the most beautiful drive. It was like the last vacation, you know, when you think about it with COVID and all these other unfortunate events. It really was a spiritual goodbye to like, this is the new chapter, you know, for me. Oh my God, am I getting emotional? <laughs> This is bad. See, if I get too comfortable on this thing, I'm going to start crying every episode and I'm a Cancer rising. So she's a crybaby and we we got to keep it down, right? So please call me out if this is too emo. But, you know, driving with one of my best friends is so comforting for me because it was just this, everything's going to be okay. And we were both going through it. Our individual stories, our individual movies were happening at the same time. And now we're here and she's rocking it and she's employed and getting promoted. And I'm here about to start this journey for myself and my other amazing roommate, the beautiful Sagittarius queen, Abby, 
is on her moves and she's making it on her own in her own movie and her starring role and that's what I'm all about and we're all here just thankfully on a high note with all the unfortunate happenings and my heart really does go out to anyone who has gone through a loss it's just like it really is on edge you know you're just on edge because just everything man everything (laughs) and thank you LA drivers yeah I don't know if you guys heard that but there's like uh, we got a lot of speeders out here but um yeah oh my god it's we're about to hit 25 minutes I really didn't think I was gonna talk this long I thought this was gonna be nice quick and short but I guess that's the intro of how I got here. That's just the daily thought for today, you know, and reflecting and giving myself a little pat on the back. And uh, hopefully tomorrow is better than today, as it always is, you know. Just got to hope that it's better tomorrow. And I'm going to do work on my website and I'm going to eat my lunch it's 12 11 i mean 2 11 p.m gonna eat my lunch and i hope to see you not see you because you're not here <laughs> i hope to that not even hear you it's just me talking to a mic which sounds which is so accurate honestly from middle school sally all the way to now i was known as the girl who talked to herself And let me tell you, they were right. (laughs) I really do talk to myself a lot. So this is me, hopefully talking to myself a little bit some more. Wow, that did not make sense. Hope to be talking to myself more. Good. (laughs) I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.